1: left you on Friday morning. I told you the Jets were going to beat the Bills. I told you double-digit underdog doesn't matter, especially in the NFL. I mean, come on, anything could happen. And think about how things have changed in a week with this team. And that was kind of the feel. You know, I'm half kidding about the prediction, although I did say that the Jets were going to win when we last spoke to Omar Friday morning before we said goodbye for the weekend. But it was more so about everybody in this town exactly one week ago ripping apart Zach Wilson and the Jets and being so distraught after what was supposed to be a celebratory atmosphere at MetLife a week ago on Sunday, and fans were so dejected, fans were crushed, calling for Zach Wilson to lose his job, but he's not the future, and so definitively, you know, saying that he's not the guy. For This organization and all that talk to me was typical fan overreaction and believe me if anyone knows about typical fan overreaction, it's me. So as the week went on, the more strongly I started to feel about the Jets having a real chance and they needed to prove themselves to me and I know everybody was talking about their defense and how great their defense has been all year and I don't think the defense has been great all year. No, I thought it was great yesterday. But me personally, I thought I needed to see more from this group as a whole, and certainly in the New England game. Now, you know, the New England game, they had the stupid penalty that changed the game. Obviously, Zach Wilson with the interceptions, the special teams was awful, and I needed to see a much better all-around dominant performance from this team to believe in them. There were signs. I mean, there have been signs throughout the course of the year. But nothing compared to what we saw yesterday. That is the best team in the NFL that they handled. They were on par with them, if not just flat out better than them all day long. You want to talk about in the trenches, up front, the Jets ran the football down the Bills' throat. They did it up the middle, they did it on the edges. The Jets mashed that Bills defensive line. I know the Bills are banged up. He's talking about injuries and all the losing key players. Hey, that's part of it. The Jets are losing key players too. Brees Hall, Vera Tucker, amongst others. I mean, the Jets are losing key players too. So I don't want to hear about it. Who's there, who's not for Buffalo. And the fact that there were some holes on the Bills defense, the Jets still needed to go out there and take advantage of them and exploit them, and they did. But defensively, and by the way, the game, of course, gets started off on the wrong foot, uh, quite literally. Uh, something I've never seen before with the Jets. Kicker steps on the tee and screws up the opening kick. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. And really, it was all uphill. For well, Those are the only two plays. I mean, obviously, it's going to be all uphill from there. But those are the only two plays, basically, the first two of the games that the Jets didn't play well. Outside of that, it was a domination. And Josh Allen made some throws that if Zach Wilson made, I'd be taking calls, 877-337-6666, all morning long for Mike White. Josh Allen was throwing, he threw terrible interceptions, only had two, it should have been more, at least three, maybe four. The defense put pressure on him, and really to me, if you were to say, all right, well, where did the Jets win this game? It was obviously it's multiple areas, but the the two key areas where the Jets won this game was defensively, but more specifically with their cornerback play. And I know everybody talks about Sauce Gardner and rightfully so, but DJ Reed was fantastic. That is a cornerback tandem. And that is why the Jets have had so much success defensively. Now, do their linebackers fast? Absolutely, of course. Do they get pressure up front? We know they do. Quinton Williams, a stud, amongst others. I mean, they they show off Bryce Huff getting to the quarterback in a big spot. You know, with Josh Allen going down with the fumble, changing things there. But the speed, Quincy Williams, C.J. Mosley flying around, hitting hard. The linebackers there, the defensive front short. This team's strength is the secondary, but the corners are special. That is a special tandem with D.J. Reed and Sauce Gardner. And as long as those guys are there, their defense will be fine. So that was, number one, the defense to that Bills team that lights it up against everybody. And we knew that would be the key going in, and we knew that the Jets had potential to slow down Josh Allen and Buffalo because of their defense. You know, All of a sudden, do we think the Jets are better than the Bills? No, but I think that they're a tough matchup for teams that could be exposed as a I don't want to call the Bills soft, because like I said, they're the best team in the league, but you know, they they have some areas of weakness, whether it be on that defense, whether it be in the trenches, whether it be the inability to run the football outside of Josh Allen, they can't run the football. That's a problem. I still believe, even in today's NFL, where everything is geared toward the passing, I still believe the best teams play defense and the best teams can run the football and that would be the second part of where the Jets won we mentioned it before running the football their guys up front paving the way for the Jets to gash Buffalo on the ground the Jets drove the football all afternoon long drove it how about that final drive this is this is different Jets football we're not used to this as a double-digit underdog at home, driving the football down their throats with six minutes to go, basically leaving the Bills one last chance, and even that was a long shot at that particular point. So defensively, of course, specifically the cornerbacks, running the football, of course, the guys up front, and then two other things, if I may. One, and we'll save the best for last. One. Garrett Wilson, who it's quite obvious from the minute he stepped on the football field, he is a stud. He is a legitimate top receiver in the league and will continue to get better. Now, is he perfect? Is he there yet? Is he on you know, Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins or Justin Jefferson level? No, and whoever, just pick him, just throwing out top receivers. But he he will get there or can get there. The Jets have that guy that basically could get open on any play. He's a stud and a huge weapon. And without him, you know, I'm not sure where the Jets will be turning here. And it it stinks that Eli Moore is, is just basically, I mean, he does nothing. He's basically been useless, Eli Moore. He was supposed to be the combination of him and Wilson coming in this year. That's what I was looking forward to. But Garrett Wilson, a legit superstar in the making at wide receiver. That helps. Anytime the Jets needed a big play, I know Mims made a big play as well, which was nice to see, but anytime the Jets needed the, it, it it a, it may not even be a big play. First down, a big game through the, you know, seven, eight yards through the air. Boom. Wilson's right there. And lastly, you can't have, or it doesn't help to have stud receivers or a stud receiver in this case. And a great running game, if you don't have a quarterback who can make plays, because ultimately you need that to get to the next level. There are quarterbacks that are game managers in this league. Zach Wilson is not one of them. He is a quarterback that can make plays. And yesterday, while he was not asked to make a ton of plays, he was a huge part of the Jets driving the football. Now, if you don't have to throw it, don't and they didn't have to at times when they were especially at the end when they were running the football down the bill's throat hey they can't stop us up the middle on the edge left right doesn't matter we're gonna run the football down their throat that's exactly what the jets did but when they had to make a play through the air not only did they trust zach wilson to do so he did so No mistakes from Zach Wilson as far as the interceptions go. All right, you have the one fumble. Hey, that happens. That happens. Especially with a quarterback who's going to be running around as much as Zach Wilson does. And he did that as well. Not to a Daniel Jones or Josh Allen level, you know, 100 yards, whatever it may be, when those guys are at their best. But he did it in key spots, getting some first downs with his legs, or at least one first down with his legs. Moving the football. That's what you need to see from Zach Wilson, the ability to scramble, get out of the pocket and get a big first down or get some big yardage if the Jets need it. And he did that. It was a near perfect game outside of that fumble for Zach Wilson. The ability to drop arm angles and kind of sidearm that thing in there, which was a little Patrick Mahomes-esque putting good velocity on the football, making accurate throws. All right, you know, we're going to start now analyzing every single play. Oh, the fumble, oh, he's terrible. Hey, every quarterback makes terrible, uh, has has bad fumbles at times. Hey, every quarterback is going to make bad decisions or let one sail on him. The one to Denzel Mims. that, By the way, Mims could have caught early in that game. It was high, don't get me wrong, but Mims could have caught it. Point is, the quarterback that the majority of you – Whether you're Jet fans or not, wanted out of town after last week. He showed up in a big way and bounced back. And this team as a whole bounced back. Now, remember, we're still learning about this group. The same way that you can't overreact to a bad loss against the Patriots a week ago, you're not going to go nuts and think Super Bowl after this past weekend. But the point is, they have a shot. And more importantly than having a shot this year is looking ahead. I think it's safe to say that everybody is now a believer in Joe Douglas. He's had plenty of time here to turn this thing around, and he's brought in plenty of talent in that time. And the Jets have been turned around. Robert Sala. I have questioned him as a head coach, and I'm still going to question him as a head coach. However, the defense has become legitimate, and you can't question the toughness that the Jets have showed, the competitiveness that the Jets have showed, and the improvement that the Jets have showed. Mike LaFleur, I have questioned him as well, and we will continue to do so here. Now, remember, year two for each of these guys. We're still learning. But LaFleur called a good game. Driving the football. It's easy to see an offensive coordinator and his bag of tricks when you're driving the football. As opposed to three and out, three and out, three and out. But most importantly, and I know it's behind a, a strong defense and a very strong ground game. Most importantly, the quarterback. I've told you that I am a believer in Zach Wilson. You have called me and asked me what I saw. Watch yesterday's game. There are certain things that Zach Wilson does that others can't do. Could he be a better game manager at times? Sure, but that's not his style. And the toughness mentally and physically. And you saw him take a couple of big hits yesterday as well. But the toughness mentally to be able to bounce back from a poor performance Like we saw against New England a week ago, hear all the criticism and tune it all out and go out there and play a heck of a football game. It was a total team win for the Jets. That's what good teams do. It's not one thing or the other. Now, you're going to have clear strengths and their strength is their defense. But to win football games consistently in the NFL, you need balance. And they have that. You also need a good quarterback. Again, to get to the higher levels. And they have that. And we hope that this is only the beginning of year two with this group. I believe it is. And I don't know if I would say they're ahead of schedule, maybe more so on schedule. But to look at this Jets team overcoming the injury to their starting quarterback in preseason. As of now, having to deal with no Vera Tucker, no Brees Hall, two big parts of what they were doing here in the first seven weeks of the season. Fast forward now as we enter week 10 in the NFL, where the Jets will enjoy a well-deserved bye week before another huge game and potential statement game in New England. I mean, think about this. The Jets are 6-3. They've already beaten the Bills. They've already had some ups and downs. You know me. I'm talking about the adversity, dealing with that. How incredible would it be for the Jets, who are 2-1 and one in the division? Oh, and by the way, the division-leading best team in football, Buffalo Bills, 0-2 oh, in that division with losses to the Dolphins and now the Jets. They haven't even played New England. Everybody's always worried about the Pats in that division. The Bills have two losses to both the Dolphins and the Jets. But how sweet would it be for the Jets and their fans to come out of the bye week and get some retribution, not just for week eight, but for ever, and go into New England and beat the Patriots. And it can happen. And if and when that does, now you're talking about a potential special season. It's not going to get easier. Chicago looks good with Justin Fields all of a sudden changing things. Vikings are good at Buffalo. Jet schedule, very difficult the next four weeks. Very challenging the next four weeks. But they'll have a nice buy. Coming off this win, this win changed the outlook of the season. And I don't care how big a Jet fan you were, and I get it. You get down on your team after a bad loss. There weren't many, if any, who thought they would win this game. And some of the reason why fans were so frustrated after last weekend's loss was because they had already counted this one as a loss. The Jets are back!